0: Welcome to this episode of Turkish TV Time. Today we're talking about another self slash Zeytin Açı uh, episode two, where um I don't know, like things are good slash Ada gets fucked over. I guess is the summary. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We have a lot to talk about. This therapy thing is really getting getting wild. And uh,
1: science. Think,
0: yes. And um, we have uh, picked correctly for Fatma's hit list. Our guy, Cillium truly deserves his spot, Um, as does Layla's husband. I am not drinking any tea, but I did just have a really good sake that was
2: surprisingly
0: great. So I'm very happy.
2: I had tea like when we were originally going to record oh no, <laughs> oh, no. listeners
0: it I was really entirely my and, fault that you weren't gifted the joy of having somebody say yes i'm having tea
2: no that's okay i i should have made another cup but i was like too lazy to get out of bed and make an <laughs>
1: <food>. understandable relatable
2: <laughs> yeah i, I
1: have, I have water which is Part of tea that a key a key part
0: at least half <laughs> yeah if you go by volume or mass way more than half. way
1: more yeah it's really i mean doesn't get enough credit you know yeah dihydrogen monoxide
0: <laughs> <laughs> as it's commonly known
1: as everyone calls <laughs> it <laughs> oh
0: god okay so now I am going to take us through what happened in this episode. Again, my notes are really long, so um, I don't know if I got everything. Please feel free to interrupt. So we open up on a flashback of some fond ancestral trauma, and it's a woman uh during the population exchange which um we'll talk about briefly in case you haven't listened to our other pods but uh, we have done a full history section on it if you want to go back and listen and um there's a woman who's begging to leave crete and go to turkey with this guy halit who has a boat and basically she says her her husband and her kid are in turkey but they left her behind because she's greek and they're turkish and she's desperate to get there. And then we find out that this is Layla's ancestral trauma, which is why she can't go in the water. And um, okay. And then uh, Layla picks um, some people to act. She's in the therapy chair. And Ada gets to be the drowning feeling, which I seems really unenjoyable and she doesn't enjoy it at all. And then we find out that in the flashback, Halit murders Eleni on the boat and dumped her in she drowns. And this is, Layla confirms that this is her family history. It's like her great-grandmother, or great-great-grandmother, something like that. And um, then Toprak gets to play the murderer. So Ada gets to be really mad at him um, but I guess she's still mad at him in the historical context and not in the whatever their current relationship drama context is. But she's mad in both. And um, Toprak basically, oh, Layla's like fully bought in. The end. She's healed, I guess. And then Layla and Toprak have a chat and he begs for Ada's number. Um, he's very desperate in this episode. And I'm not sure why, but we'll find out um Ada makes Sevki go to Istanbul with her to take some tests and she's also like fully out slash completely infuriated at the therapy session
1: um
0: I guess she didn't enjoy being a drowning victim shocking <laughs> <laughs> and then um Leila and Muko have a nice discussion and Leila comes clean that she's basically broke and they don't have a home. Okay, then we're in Istanbul and Ada lies in bed and thinks about Toprak. So that's a good sign for her marriage. And then um, Sevgi and Ada make up after their argument about therapy and going to Istanbul. And um, Ada gets the Brussels job. So that's exciting. Yay, Ada. I'm sure that will all go swimmingly at the end of this episode. Oh, wait. Um, she's also one of the stipulations is that she's not allowed to have a baby for the two years that she's working in this job, which does not seem legal. No,
1: there's no way that that's allowed in like the EU. No. Like there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> yeah. No. In, and, I can and see that it... nonsense in Turkey. I honestly could, but not in that's the freaking like EU. Crazy
0: times. And also like <laughs> yeah. For being on a research committee, like, I don't understand this. This makes like why,
1: yeah, why would like, why would her being pregnant anyway? Like, why would that make any difference with that job?
0: Signing up to film an action movie or something, like, this
1: is not fine. (laughs) But yeah, I was, I mean, they were really stretching there for a reason to cause like severe doubt and tension,
0: yeah. (laughs) Um, but what we learn kind of from these. interactions is that Ada like doesn't seem to want to have a baby and she's kind of using this as an excuse or at least that's what Sevgi calls her on and um, Sevgi gets fired and she also gets contacted by Leila's erstwhile runaway husband to try and ask her to be his lawyer so she finds out that he's uh, in big trouble not just broke and on the run but also on the run from the police and We find out that Sevgi is completely healed. Yay for Zaman Bey. What a win. (laughs) He's perfectly fine. And um, Ada signs the documents to go to Brussels, and she gets all dolled up and is, like, super happy to welcome Selim home and say thank you for allowing her to do this after he sends her flowers. And then... We learn that Silliam slept with somebody because he was drunk and pissed off that she got a job offer. So that's cool. And then Silliam tries to gaslight her and say that her work is the problem when she's trying to leave the apartment after he confesses his adultery. Yep. That's also cool. Yep. (laughs) And... Then we learn uh, via flashback that Ada and Toprak were engaged. And it sounds like from when she was freaking out that he also cheated on her. That's kind of the implication that I got, but we will see. Ada is performing surgery on some minister dude and minister like government, not minister like priest. And um, her hand is shaking and she like nicks an artery which is probably not good and she gets Um, another surgeon to come in and then immediately gets called into her boss's office where he tells her that not only is she being fired but also Farouk is Mr. Farouk doctor is gonna fucking take her job in Brussels so this is the most bullshit thing that's ever happened I'm so angry and then she like rage quits but like she was already fired so does that really do anything and Then she cries on the couch and gets a really sweet FaceTime from her friends, Leila and Sevgi, and decides to move to Junda to be with them and, I guess, start a new life without Selim. Good riddance. And then Toprak gets her on the phone at the very end of the episode. to move on into the gossip slash banter slash spilling Sophia's tea of an hour ago section.
2: <laughs> okay I have so many comments okay, but please first like I feel like they need to flesh out more like these backstories like they well with Sevgi's like at least it was clear that her trauma came from thinking that she was responsible for her father's death but with Helene we're like not like we don't understand why they killed her we don't understand how that trauma like trans like transferred onto Leila. like i don't feel like there's a direct connection which is like i know that that's how it works in theory but like that's just confusing in terms of like in comparison to the other story like i want to know why he killed her and then she actually died
0: it's also uh-huh. like we talked about how there there is some scientific basis for genetic trauma but that only counts if it's before like
1: direct before yeah.
0: they give birth to you so it doesn't make any sense that yeah. after she's given birth then she drowns and that memory would be encoded somewhere
1: yeah i, I wouldn't i didn't think of it as being encoded in that case more like she just heard this family story over and over and like it seeped into her subconscious as like water is dangerous which is like a normal thing to think anyway um it is dangerous especially the ocean or the sea but Um, the
2: the thing is that like they didn't know what happened to her because she says her grandfather or great-grandfather like waited his whole life for his wife that never came
1: i thought she said that like she drowned when she was I feel like she said she drowned when she, she was said, like, coming they, they over from always Crete. Thought but that she
2: drowned. they didn't know Yeah sure. they didn't know for sure
1: Yeah well no cuz a, a body that might have been her that looked like like her washed up yeah. sometime later so I think like they were pretty sure she drowned but of course her husband didn't want to believe it um I don't know I could kind of believe it especially like if the subsequent descendants didn't really like swim or like you know want to do that
2: what's also is odd it's like it seems to me like it's a very obvious connection to why she doesn't want to get in the water but she doesn't make the connection herself which is Mm -hmm. kind of
1: odd that's true (laughs) she's kind of an airhead (laughs) in a
2: likable way true true but like still I mean, somebody in the family should have realized, you know. I don't know.
1: You, did I mean was it like an epiphany for her though? I don't know that it was an epiphany. I well, like I don't she, I? Don't... I feel like she kind of matter-of-factly was like, "Yeah, you know, I had this ancestor that drowned."
0: I think the epiphany was that she was murdered. Oh. Right.
2: Yeah. Cause yeah. They thought because they yeah. thought that she just fell off the boat or something. Right yeah
1: which again like i guess how would she have co- ever come to that realization from yeah. th- that therapy but we're suspending disbelief
0: we are <laughs> suspending so many beliefs yeah yeah <laughs> and disbeliefs okay what do you think about desperate toprock in this episode like what is going on here
1: think he's like too hot to be that desperate
0: i Why? know that's what i was thinking <laughs> like, you're so hot need- and
2: talented <laughs> we also need a lot more much more like backstory i feel like we don't know enough like we only know that he broke her heart but like we don't know enough details for it to be like i mean she,
1: he he must have cheated because she was like not again when
2: right, her true. husband
1: cheated so but yeah also, Sophia, really, like
0: they had that um Toprak and zaman have like a long scene in this episode and literally nothing happens it's like completely pointless we're <laughs> I was expecting to learn, like, Toprock's tragic backstory,
1: but... I was like, no, we just watched them, like, order food.
0: They were (laughs) were watching soccer, and then they ordered food.
2: Well, and he's waiting on a visa to go somewhere, isn't he? Yeah. And that's it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was not great.
2: No.
1: What else happened? I don't remember anything.
2: Oh,
0: no. (laughs) Um, Your favorite character, Sarp, appeared again?
2: Oh God, that child!
1: Oh, the child! Oh yeah, no.
2: <laughs> he's like Muko didn't lend me, or is it Muko or Super? Like Muko, so yeah. Muko, You're right. Muko didn't lend me her phone. Like what the hell? It's like,
1: be gone, child. Disappear. Go, go I where think, your father
2: uh, <laughs> I think this
0: this turn of fortunes for them is gonna be good for Sarp.
1: Sarp Hopefully, yeah.
0: Layla attempts parenting in the next episode. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. It's True. also weird that she says, that Muko says, like, oh, usually Erdem is, like, all over you, and he's, like, calling you a hundred times. Mm-hmm. And that didn't happen in the previous episode when they were on a trip, and he knew about it. So I thought that was weird.
1: He was probably, like, realizing that his life was almost over. <laughs> True.
2: True. Okay, and then... Also, like, why was Ada, like, so shaken up that she actually saw something from the flashback?
0: Obviously, because she's a woman of science and she can't possibly believe in this mystical thing that's super true and works super well.
2: But why did she, like, force Sevgi to go with her to Istanbul?
0: Yeah, she got super pissed off and it was, like, a little extra for sure. but if i had been made to feel like i was drowning by a random dude in a hut somewhere <laughs> i would also be confused and upset uh, the,
1: the the like insistence on having magical elements in these shows we're watching is very like strange to me cuz like network shows aren't like this like why are, why are all the streaming shows like using essentially magical realism or just full on fantasy in some cases as a crutch i don't why, like why? Yeah, it's really
0: interesting. <laughs> I don't know. It's like an Eastern mysticism theme somehow. Yeah, because it's. it's, it's
1: I mean, yeah. Ha, uh, off was the uh, the protector. Is obviously. I mean, that was obviously like full on. Yeah. But Atier like started kind of normal and then like went insane. Yeah. Um, this show obviously. I'm trying to think of where else it was. Oh well, you guys haven't seen the um peropolis but that's like all kinds of magic um <laughs> it's just very strange yeah fatma was like superhuman i would count that as magic no fatma
0: was <laughs> down to earth i mean
1: literally putting people in the earth.
0: <laughs> oh great job fatma we love you <laughs> so okay the flowers from selim Was that just a straight-up guilt? Like, oh, I woke up after I slept with somebody and I'm sending me flowers thing? Or Mm were those flowers from someone else? Like, I don't understand that.
2: That makes a lot of sense. But I thought it was someone else. Because didn't something happen in the last episode where someone sent someone flowers and it wasn't actually them? Maybe I'm crazy.
0: I don't remember that, but it's possible. Do you think we're done with Selim for the rest of the show?
1: No, I, he's, I feel like he's gonna show up in Ivoluk, and then maybe there will be like it'll be like nice pleasant date time with uh, uh, other and Toprak and then Selim yeah. shows up and it's like
0: <laughs> Bleh. that's
1: what's gonna happen
0: <laughs> As long as the show doesn't end with her being like, I'm taking a step back from work to have your babies Selim then- oh,
1: that'd be awful. That would be so. That would, that would make this the worst show we've seen. <laughs> it would. If they did that. That would, <laughs> it would wow. Do that. It would, <laughs> we would. I would have to like watch uh, uh, the protector to cleanse my. Palate. I'm kidding. <laughs> I would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: Tuba because would never do that to me
1: yeah yeah I want yeah I need the show to like really double down on feminism after like all this nonsense that happened this episode
0: (laughs) there is a lot of male nonsense in these ladies lives like yeah yeah I feel like normally when there's like a show about like this kind of thing I feel like at least one of them has got a stable like healthy home relationship life Thing. Yeah. No. Nope. This one, nope. <laughs> Nobody. Zolt's
1: the best people. thing we got is the spinster. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he has her mom, who's very nice.
0: Yeah. Who makes stuffed squash blossoms a lot. Yeah. That's
1: that's a hard thing to make. You gotta pick that flower like and stuff it immediately. There's like a very narrow window.
0: Also, I feel like it wouldn't keep very well, right? No. Like I don't know if it's a really a Tupperware food, but
1: Muko. I mean. It it yeah, I, I think he must have had it at the Mayhana with his football buddies like immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never had it, but it's because it's like, I mean, you have to be in the right place at the right time. Um, but I was like, that's a nice like he should he should be honored. That's nice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have a favorite lady of the three?
2: Hmm.
1: I like Layla. She's yeah. funny. Yeah,
2: I like Layla yeah. too. She's my favorite because although' needs a chokel. Uh, yeah, everyone else is kind of. Well, I like Sevgi too, actually.
1: We just hate Uda. I think that's what it is. We hate her, hate but Unda. she's extra. Just,
2: she's, Sammy can't I have hate her. A lot her. of rage. I can't hate her.
1: I I literally
0: yeah.
2: cannot. Um, but her 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 outfits are really weird. Like that's in my what the fucks, but like. There are a few weird.
0: Oh, I really her. liked the the outfit that she puts on when she's like going to the hospital after her fight with Salem. Yeah. I like that.
2: But for the for the constellation therapy or whatever, she's wearing like a very relaxed outfit, like a tank top and like relaxed pants. And then she's wearing like Oxford shoes. It just mm. looks really weird and like mm. weird socks. It's very weird.
0: It's because she can't chill out
2: exactly that's like literally what it is
0: (laughs) i was really concerned that she has no work friends like she got fired and she has no one to like commiserate with or pack up her office that that
1: seems unrealistic because aren't like surgeons especially like it's kind of like being in the trenches like it's very it's
2: intense yeah Yeah. i mean like they get together a lot because they have the same schedules and they yeah
1: like, in Grey's Anatomy, right. they're logically all each other's, like, best friends because yeah. who else do they see?
2: Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: But also, this is a general surgeon who is, like, also a cancer expert. So, yeah. I mean, unclear what their what the showrunner's understanding of how this works is.
0: Also, <laughs> um, I don't know, like, <laughs> compared to Grey's Anatomy, this hospital is so on top of its shit. Like, her shaking hand thing gets caught like in a second like fucking preston burke was having his shaken hand for like years before anybody realized
1: also like how many mass shootings and plane crashes and train (laughs) crashes have happened to
0: (laughs) so many that's why ada is so on edge (laughs)
1: yeah (laughs) indeed I was taking a a quiz the other day. It was like medicine and pop culture. And it was, the the answer was Grey's Anatomy, but it was saying, in what show over its 19 seasons has the cast endured two plane crashes, one train accident where two characters were impaled on the same pole? (laughs) And like however many mass shootings, I was like, there can only be one show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The hand, the trembling hand what's the deal what are we gonna fix here
1: who knows it's the hand of she needs to get pregnant
2: she definitely has some issues with like trust and relationships because like that very over the top scene where like she's well first of all selim has like a totally different haircut and then he's oh, like yeah. the i was very hair. confused
1: by who who was in that scene yeah. and it was him with a different haircut <laughs> agree
2: and then he's like um i'm never gonna hurt you marry mm-hmm. me like that's not wait wasn't that toe Rock? That no was no
1: heavy. no that was <laughs> oh i couldn't i, I thought it was Rock. So I did too, but then I was like, but it doesn't look like him either. And then... Yeah,
0: you know, I couldn't figure out who the hell it was. My
1: mom was like, that's Satan." How would you not recognize him? I was <laughs> like, oh my God, that looks nothing like him.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Maybe it was a third guy.
1: <laughs> oh. She's okay, just been engaged you know, uh, in... yeah, definitely
0: did not get that. Got it. Crazy. I think it's going to have to do with her dead cancer dad that she has mentioned several times.
1: Oh, that has a dead cancer dad. Yeah, what? I didn't catch that. Not yeah, she
0: and Sefki talked about it like six times.
1: No, uh, they have no, they yeah. haven't. you? Did you? Did you like? Did you pull a Sophia and like the next episode started <laughs> and you were like, no. oh wow, such a great second episode."
0: <laughs> no, when they're at the like pet scan thing, they're like, "She's like, oh, it's like not like your dad when he had cancer, something like that."
1: I think you got like bonus content in your <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> dead cancer dad dang That's sad.
0: Yeah.
2: But not ancestral. So, hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it's weird because, like, if Layla's thing is from her great grandmother or grandmother, I feel like they've said both. And then Sevgi's thing is from her dad, then, like, it would be odd. Like, I don't know how far back they're gonna go with Ada. It's
1: just like there's like a complete like Australopithecus, go back. like with yeah. a like
0: <laughs> They go back to Gebekli tepe
1: Yeah. Oh, God. Was just I was just remembering that's awesome. really like sacrifice atia's It's kid. the Eye of Horus. <laughs> the Eye of Horus will emerge oh. and swallow.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> why why was the eye of Horus in that show
1: oh my god and it was only like the last episode with no context
2: have we seen so much show so many shows that like the the plot resolution is like what you would expect from assigning like a third grader to write like yeah like you gave them like the eye of horrors that tracks yep that seems
0: right
1: we need to. We need to look up the writing staff and make sure of these shows and make sure they're not just like third grade boys.
2: <laughs> oh God!
0: All right. Anything you know, else?
2: Those plots makes me laugh. They were so ridiculous.
0: I mean, I I feel like um, Ati in particular because it seemed so put together at first that it yeah. really shocked me when it turned. <laughs>
1: it really unraveled especially really the last unraveled. season
0: <laughs> and it spent so much time on my netflix homepage. like they really advertised it to me and i was like oh this show must be good wow and netflix
1: was like no we just spend a lot of money please watch
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay anything else for the gossip section
2: um okay let me think because i have my notes here just exactly. one. um um no, I think that's um. Although that whole scene of her coming down the stairs, like following Leila's advice, and then like the guy just sees her and's like, "Oh, I cheated on you!" Like what?
0: He literally saw her, and it. He looked at her like she was covered in feces or something. Like yeah. the way that he looked at her <laughs> yeah. was so horrifying.
2: <laughs> oh God! Yeah, really dislike him
0: yeah a lot i hope we never see him again
1: i'm sure we will
2: <laughs> but i do have to say that i think we need more more character like depth To i
1: think we'll get it i think this i mean that's like the only direction this show has to go is deep so it's and actors. it's only been two episodes yeah yeah so. totally. i think we'll get it True. i don't have as much doubt about like literally from the first episodes of Letia, i was like are we gonna get an explanation and then we didn't
2: <laughs> we didn't get any explanation about anything
0: all right so now we're gonna move on into the history section where sophia is going to take it away
2: Okay, so today we're going to talk about Ivalik. What you need to know about Ivalik is that um, Ezgi was our tour guide there. And <laughs> I before, 90% of her explanation.
0: No, no, <laughs> it sorry. was worse than that, Sophia. It was, we were on a Turkish language bus tour. And <laughs> the tour guide was speaking in Turkish for straight up hours on end. I have never had a tour guide <laughs> who was so dedicated to the bus lecture. And Ezgi... True. We're turning around and like live translating with like her neck craned 180 degrees for like hours on end. And at one point we look over and Sophia's just passed out in the sea to so
2: I thought you I thought we were talking about the boat. Is,
0: this, is
1: oh it yeah you yes you were both asleep on the boat but that was less egregious as than, he was like, actually talking to us
0: while we were falling asleep yeah
1: i was photographing you on the boat that was funny <laughs> but on the bus i was not amused because i had taken like pages of notes as this lady was monologuing <laughs> uh,
2: i'm so sorry in retrospect <laughs>
1: oh, it was funny. a long
2: bus ride though it
1: was, and we got stuck in. Sleep. We got stuck in horrible traffic because it was it was, it was over the May nineteenth, like Youth and Sports Day holiday weekend. Oh, yeah. Um, so everyone was going somewhere. Um, and the traffic from traffic out of Istanbul to those beach communities, especially like, I mean, so it was mm-hmm. more like the Iznik area that was like really crazy. Uh, Yalova, et etc. But you have to go through there to get to Ivalik which is on the extreme north of the aegean so yes we had a i think it it must have been like 9 hours it should it should have only it been like
0: crazy.
1: it should have only been like a two two and a half three hour bus ride if but you know I no traffic but i think the
0: guide talked for the whole nine hours <laughs>
1: <laughs> well no we i like remember waking up in traffic at night i don't think she was talking that whole time <laughs> well, oh god know.
2: yeah Yeah, we woke up in traffic, and remember, I tried to get off the bus and go to the bathroom, and that was a terrible adventure.
0: Yes, we went to the world's world's largest rest stop too. I remember. Oh yeah,
2: that was on the way back. Was it really the world's largest? No, I don't know. Okay, and they
0: had great toast. That's what I. Yeah,
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. the toast was really good, and the bathroom. Toss that Turkish rest
1: stops. The rest stops is a classic. Like that's just (laughs) everywhere, iconic.
2: Oh, I love toast.
1: Anyway, so that concludes our lesson. i learned
2: about. So I also confirmed Esgi that Ivalik was the town where I spent a few days, because it's also oh, okay. where there's a social enterprise. Okay. Um, and yeah, because I remember like Junda, you have to take like a ferry, and there's like a last ferry mm-hmm. or something. So I just needed to know if that was it or not.
1: Well, I will but, look, or yeah. sorry, Junda also has like a causeway. Like you can drive onto Junda, yeah. even though it's an island. You don't have to take a ferry. Yeah,
2: we, we didn't have a car, so we ferried, I think. But like you
1: like... can walk across the oh. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so confused why a ferry was involved. <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
2: it's another, I don't even know. To make, to make it exotic.
1: No, it, gonna... no, it could have been like a wow, how cool we're approaching my boat thing, but you can definitely I just don't... like walk. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, so getting back on track to Ivalik. <laughs> um, so Ivelik, as as Guy mentioned, is on the Turkish Aegean Aegean coast in the northwest. Um, it's so as we mentioned, there's this island called Junda that's connected by a causeway and by water, of course. And these islands are really close to Greece, so because of several historical um, events <laughs> there are islands off of the, that are like part of Greece but they're like technically closer to mainland Turkey and I think there's a lot of those. well I mean a good oh event. yeah
1: yeah tons I mean like roads and and in this case Lesbos is very is very close to Ivalik but like roads off of the coast of Marmaris it's like yeah all super it's it's you know less it's a less than an hour or some, sometimes boat ride um, which is crazy that it's a whole different country
2: well and you can see them I think I don't know if it was in yeah Aguilera, those ruins where we took a picture and you could literally see the lesbos from there like and it would seem yep. really really close like rowing yep. distance close
1: yeah that, and that's unfortunately why lesbos got so many uh continues to get so many refugees know. yeah migrants exactly
2: yeah so um it's it's basically in one of these places where it's really close to Greece and I mean it was a greek town for a long time before the ottoman empire um and ivalik apparently means quince orchard so there that's where the name of the t- of the town comes from that's um funny. and it was changed to ivalik in the ottoman era so before 1923 it was mostly greek and um, so the Turks called it its Turkish name, and then the Greeks called it Kydonyes, which was the Greek name, and then they also called it Ayvalik, which was like the Hellenized version of Ayvalik. Um, And so they also, they called Junda Moskonisia, which is the perfumed islands. Um, well, in Turkey, it was called Ali Bey Adası, so like Mr. Ali's Island, I think. Mm-hmm. Um and it, Ivalik is really well known for olive oil production. Apparently it's been producing olive oil since like ancient Greece. But basically, I mean, I don't know if that's why the show it's co- is called like olive tree. I mean there's tons of olive
1: trees all, yeah. all over the Aegean coast, but yeah.
2: Yeah, I imagine that that's that's why. And what else can I tell you? So apparently there's been like there's been a lot of archaeological study. Um, and they found like even prehistoric settlements in in the area. Um, and like even from the early classical period. So there's a ton, there's a ton of history in IVA, like like since the bronze and iron age. Um, and there's the most important settlement is called Kortukaya. Um and like it's Basically, like what why it's important is because it shows like how the people in the interior interacted with the people in the coast. So, shows, I guess, I don't know if it's like trade or like what kind of relationship they had, but basically, um, that's a little bit about the history. And like, there's been like ancient pottery found. Um, it was part of, I mean, of course, the so it was a big like pirate place like I don't know like there were a lot of pirates in the area and like there was like when it was part of like the Byzantine Empire there were like threats by Arab and Turkish pirates that made the settlements like stay small because they they would get attacked a lot in the nearby islands and like Junda was the only place that had like a stable population of the nearby islands and then in the thirteenth century it was added to the Ottoman Empire. Um, it was also part of there was like a, a war, I'm assuming it was a war between the Ottoman Empire and Russia. There was a battle that was fought there. And like basically he he gave the Greeks of Ivalik autonomy like the Grand Vizier who had been like an admiral in the battle. Um, he granted autonomy to I- to the Greeks in Ivalik because of like the kindness they paid to him in the battle, and that um made it so that it became a really important center for Greeks in the 18th, 19th, and 20th century. And as I mentioned, until 1922, it was like mostly Greek. Then, as we saw um in the episode, I mean, being mostly Greek um during the population exchange, well, probably like most of the population went to greece and then turkish population came this way as we saw like in Heleni's story which if you want to learn more about the population exchange i don't know exactly what episode it's in i don't know i
1: I don't know i don't know that we did a specific episode but it's discussed multiple times throughout the um club episodes history Mm -hmm. sections because it's just i mean always relevant to that show especially
2: yeah. Um so I've looked like still remained a small part. It was it exported soaps, olive oil, animal hides, and flour in the 1920s. Um, and well, of course, as we mentioned, there was like a the population exchange. Um, and a lot of the Christians were the those who produced the olive oil. So basically the Turkish government did a really big effort to Um, bring back some greek families so they could resume the olive oil production and i mean they had like iffy conditions to produce the olive oil because like they they were paid and stuff but like they they were kind of like observed by the state Um, and i mean it it was a, a town that was disputed between greeks and turks during the turkish war of independence and the later um i mean sorry during the greek war of independence and then during the turkish war of independence and that's a little bit about it today it's very touristy um it's known for its seafood um it has a beautiful beach that goes one of the beaches goes all the way to Izmir. um there's a harvard summer school there um and some of the like nice sites that you can visit are a few churches that were converted into mosques and there's also a bunch of greek houses so like houses that where greeks used to live before the population exchange um and it's also known for uh like greek feeling mehanes so like mehanes that are more in the greek style and stone tea houses um yeah. And that's a little bit about, well, it's also very close to Troy and Assos and Pergamum and Mount Ida, which was very famous in Greek mythology, apparently. Um, And that's a little bit about it. And as I mentioned, there's a lot of olive oil.
1: Yeah, this is all like the land of Homer, essentially this whole region. So uh, I think the mountains, like Mount Ida and The mountains around in that in that chain are very um uh very like (laughs) Paris kidnaps Helen etc like very (laughs) very that vibe so a lot of classics enthusiasts also visit
2: well I think it's it's worthwhile mentioning I don't know if we said this before but like a lot of the things you read about that took place in like ancient Greece are technically like geographically in what is today Turkey so that's really cool. Yeah. Visit.
0: We went to Troy. It was awesome.
1: <laughs> I will also say that I will look, though, it does obviously get a lot of money from tourism. It's not as overrun with tourists as like Bouldrum, for example, or yeah. Chishme. Or, um, I mean, Marmaris is a little bit harder to get to. So that's also not overrun. But I will look for a City with as many people as live there. Um, it's it's retained a lot of its authenticity um, and its natural beauty so it's it's a it's a gem um, and hopefully one that never falls victim to overdevelopment and overcrowding I mean Voldemort and Cheshmar are a disaster at this point <laughs> so I hope I hope it never happens to Ivalik
2: well I think also like Ivalik when I was there like part of the charm is it's still being like the old houses and a, yeah. a lot of them were like Falling apart, Mm. so well. Hopefully, they
1: get hopefully they get renovated. Versus again, urban quote unquote urban transformation, aka gentrification. (laughs)
2: Yeah, agreed. I
0: have a new theory for Ada's hand. What? Her her ancestor was a pirate with a hook for a hand. (laughs)
1: yes or her ancestor made olive oil and was squeezing the olives so much that ouchie twitchy do you
0: squeeze olives or do you stomp on them like wine
1: i think there's a press i think even in old times there's like a oh yeah we went to that olive oil
0: museum didn't we i was gonna say
1: (laughs) but in my in my theory the ancestor was squeezing
0: okay okay as you were using the stuck in the olive mill
2: and... oh oh god <laughs> he, were you as overrun with laughter as Sammy and I in that all of all of you.
1: <laughs> no you guys were like delusional and then Sophia got like one too many plates put in front of her at lunch and started crying so that was fun <laughs> that, was uh, that was real
0: never forget
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was a traumatic lunch though that was like I think we got served like 20 courses
2: it was so Literally. bad and we were so full like the food was so delicious and i just like could not and the lady were, like, was just standing
1: it. over us yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> oh god oh man. that was good that times was else. <laughs> we're like and the, this episode was like the anti-visit turkey episode we talked oh. about like falling asleep because of a long-winded tour guide and like 20 course
2: <laughs> traumatic meals
1: yeah <laughs>
2: No, it's um, wonderful. You need to go. I wish yeah. I could go all the time.
0: Okay, so now that we know everything there is to know about looked we're going to move on to our favorite and final section, which is what the fuck, Sultan of Success, and Fatima's Hit List. what are your what fucks
2: the shoes <laughs> as discussed <laughs> as discussed um it's so funny her not being able to put on a garter like i feel like that's relatively simple and she's like a like the joke that Layla makes is funny also like does Layla make any money from influencing it feels like she doesn't and now she's selling her clothes and I don't know. I wonder how she's keeping up her facade.
0: Yeah, it seems like the she's not actually an influencer. She just vlogs on Instagram.
2: <laughs> oh god. For her entertainment.
0: Yeah. God. But she should be an influencer. Maybe that will be her journey Maybe. this season.
2: Maybe. Um what other what the fuck do I have? Oh, and she she's saying that the house is falling apart. <laughs> And like, sevgi is right there. That's kind of crappy. And then them saying like giving her shit, giving Layla shit for them like, you know, leaving and leaving everything in a mess. But like, it's not her fault. Like, why? Why do they want her to talk about it? I don't know. Well, she needs
0: to make a plan. I feel like just selling yeah. her dresses is yeah. not a good plan. <laughs>
2: Well, yeah and, yeah, and just going to live at um, Sevki's house without being like, yo, I have no place to go. So this is a, a bit indefinite.
0: I mean, that's also Ada's plan. So I feel like it's fine.
2: Yeah, that's why they have a huge house, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, like, what are Sevki's plans in the future? Like, obviously, she tells her boss to fuck off. She's going to, is she going to be a freelance <laughs> lawyer? Like, what's she going to do?
0: I feel like she could be like lawyer is not like a hard to transfer profession.
1: No. True. And I don't I mean I don't know I I don't know the literal specifics because uh I've not practiced law in any country much less Turkey but I don't think it's you don't have this like state law state you know licensing nonsense that you would have in the US <laughs> in Turkey so you could just like move to another city and it's fine. You're still a valid lawyer.
2: Bro.
1: i think if any turkish lawyers listen and don't agree with me you can tweet at me and be like you're wrong Feel it's free so to hard tweet at,
0: I'm <laughs> at turkish tv time okay i have also a shoe one but a different shoe one sophia Ooh. um when ada has her outfit on and then she's like storming back up the stairs in a huff i was convinced she was gonna fall and break her leg it looked so through. awkward she could like barely mm-hmm. make it up they really needed to use a stunt double for that scene.
2: <laughs> or like more comfortable shoes yeah
0: or like not stilettos on like a great graded staircase or whatever the hell that was um <laughs> her like heels were like off the edge of the stairs I was so worried for her um <laughs> and then I have <laughs> I have written down What the fuck, Toprock engagement camping scene? But that's a what the fuck to myself because that (laughs) was not (laughs) Toprock.
2: Well, but it's still a what the fuck scene. Like they're on an air mattress outside the tent under the covers, and then they're jumping on the air mattress. Very confusing. In the air mattress, like what?
0: Why do you have a tent and then have an air mat, full sized air mattress? I don't understand.
1: Glamping. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cannot relate.
0: No. I'm not a camper.
1: Nope. Nope. <laughs> Give me hotel room thanks. <laughs> a real bed, please. Yes.
0: Indoor plumbing. Yay. Um okay, I have what the fuck Farouk Bay. What the fuck? Hospital? Yeah. What the fuck? Boss. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Brussels. What the fuck? Yep. Contract where you can't have babies. What the fuck? The whole situation.
1: What the fuck? This version of the EU that allows for this?
0: (laughs) Definitely (laughs) illegal. There's literally no way that that's. Yeah. I mean, we can Google it, but I would be outraged if that was a thing.
1: Yeah. No, I'm just like thinking about again, like all my when I lived in Poland, like all my colleagues taking a year plus of maternity leave and it was like the most normal thing in the world and they would come back and like even get promotions and stuff Um, and then similarly long maternity leaves and situations and like France and Spain and all like all those other EU countries um, where my company does business I'm like there's no way the capital of the EU Brussels doesn't have some like very pro mom pro you know uh take the time you need to take care of your child policies yeah um, in place yeah. <laughs> crazy also just cannot stress how easy of a journey it is from Istanbul to Brussels so like Mr, <laughs> Mr. I feel Compl- like
2: but she, <laughs> she says it stress that again
1: <laughs> yeah yeah we just need to say it again like yeah. Mr complain could have easily been over there multiple and where the fuck
0: month? is he anyway he's yeah, at some construction site. he's not sleeping at sleep home over
2: at the construction yeah.
0: come on now
2: that's a what the fuck he definitely cheated on her at that point like if a he's lot
0: high up enough that he is living in that apartment with that woman there's no way he needs to be on the site for no. day- weeks at a time even days at a time
1: god i hope he doesn't come to the comes to i will look to have like the mystical therapy i don't want to see his no past. i don't care Ugh, no. i don't want to make him into more than a one-dimensional no, asshole. no
0: he was a huge mistake <laughs> she never should have settled for him we'll see about toprock but yeah. seems like they could
1: be an f boy let's see yeah i think he is f-boy island a classic so, <laughs> sophie bad. were you the one who described that to us yeah i did watch <laughs>
2: that show it got bad after a while
1: sure. oh what a surprise <laughs> <laughs> with a name and a premise like that because
2: then then they reveal who all the fuck boys are and then it's no fun because they choose a fuck boy knowing that the fuck boy is gonna fuck them over <laughs>
1: It's also like um, all people who voluntarily identify as us Boys and Nice Boys, and I'm like, if you're even for identifying as a nice boy, the fact that you're on the show means very yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I that, yeah.
2: Yes. For sure.
0: Okay, who's our Sultan of Success?
2: Um I mean I think Sevki. it has to be Sevki.
1: Yeah, for miraculous one month cure. All right, Sevki wins two in a row. Yeah doing hey, good if if anyone gets their cancer cured via like essentially prayer circle like that's <laughs> you get a prize
0: that's true that's true <laughs> um okay fatma's hit list
1: say them again was he or was it him last it time it was
0: erdem and Selim last oh week.
1: the husbandos the bad husbandos, the
0: husbandos. <laughs> um husbandos. i feel like we could probably add top rock in there it's just like another just due to vibes (laughs) yeah
1: yeah agreed I mean why not just throw in Zalmanbe for like (laughs) having a worthless scene and taking up our time he
0: did he (laughs) truly had a really worthless scene but then he was flirting with Muko and that was cute so I'll allow him
1: yeah that's true that was a confusing development for me I didn't think that that, (laughs) I didn't think that they would
0: it was a very confusing <laughs> development, but I'm very pro. <laughs> <laughs> Let Muko come out of this show with a wonderful yeah. relationship and everybody else can just stay single. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, we did it. So Ooh. congratulations to Sevgi for her mi- magical, mysterious cure of cancer. And watch out to Erdem, Selim, and Toprak, and any other toxic man that might appear on this show. Probably there'll be many more. I have my eyes on Fikretz. I don't know. He seems too nice. I'm worried about him.
1: Oh, wait. We should add the the doctors at the hospital who backstabbed.
0: Um, Farouk? Yep. And what was the boss's name?
1: I don't know, but he got to go. Okay.
0: Watch out to Erdem, Selim, Tokak, Faruk, and Mudur Bey of the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) Fatma is coming for all you assholes. And you better clean up your acts. Or get killed. Thank you all so much for listening. And we will talk to you guys next time about episode three.